Hello, and you're listening to Let's Drone Out. And special thank you to our lovely patrons that help donate so that we can pay the editor to remove the swear words and silly things we say. Massive thank you to... Carlos Campos. Art Faulkner. Sam Dharma. On with the show. Let's Drone Out. Hello, and you're listening to Let's Drone Out. Thank you for coming in and tuning in. We are live every Thursday on the internet, on YouTube.com forward slash Let's Drone Out. Uh, we are joined by everyone's favourite, Curry Kitten. Hello. Uh, Sonic 2 is coming out soon, starring Dr. Robotnik Steven. Oh. Hello, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> My darling wife, Tony. Bonjour. And we have with us tonight our special guests. We've got the Dutch drone gods. Um, they thought about maybe giving themselves a, a sort of less macho name, but, you know. Uh, <laughs> and then we found out their nickname. So we've got uh, Shaggy. Yes, here we are. Also known as Ralph. And uh, his Scooby, Vince. <laughs> What's up? And if you don't know who these people are, uh, you clearly got your head up your butt because uh, <laughs> these guys. All right, maybe not Vince. Vince, is it true that, that Thomas covered for the um, the downhill Red Bull chasing of? Well, uh, Thomas is also part of the crew, and, and and he went with Shaggy instead of me, but that's that's fine. I couldn't that week, so. Was he was, cheating uh, on you? What? Yeah, I was cheating with another pilot on you. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> Doesn't count good, as out of the country. For years as well, so. No, no actually, Thomas is, uh, is part of our crew basically since the beginning, as basically the third pilot. He's not full-time, he's part-time, but uh, so he's, he's definitely one of the gods, for sure. Nice. Yep. Is it Nordic? Is there a couple of you? Have you each got your own ability? Yeah, our own superpower. Yeah. Uh, no, we, we we all can fly good. That's basically yeah. So when you get to the course and you've got this amazing like once in a lifetime flight you're going to do, do you flip a coin or rock paper scissor? What do you do? Yeah, it's also it's it's hard to tell beforehand which one is going to be the life changing run. Exactly. Uh, so basically, when it comes in, we just see. Who's available? Who's got time? Who's got other cool stuff already planned? And then we—it could be a coin toss, but usually we we uh, figure it out. Uh, yeah, without. And really and it's also who really wants to do it. Like sometimes you'll have these bike things, which Shaggy also does mountain biking. Yeah, uh, and he's like, I want to do the bike things, but I'm like, go for it, you know. So it's also like just talk about it and see who wants to do what, and just uh, yeah, exactly. And, uh, Vince loves surfing, so there's a surfing gig coming up, maybe. So then, uh, then Vince will get that for sure. Yeah, yeah. So, 
but we've got so much cool stuff going on and coming in that it's like easy to just say, oh, you do that one, I'll do this one. And sometimes it's just e- even easy to say, no, I won't do anything. I'm just too much. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, you started off by saying, no, we don't have superpowers. Oh, we just, you know, see what happens. And you're like, no, he's he's a bike. He does all the bike stuff. And I'm the surf guy, the surf stuff. <laughs> and we've got another guy. He does supermarket openings. And, you know. <laughs> <laughs> we do that as well. No problem. <laughs> to it all. So, what drone did you fly doing this Red Bull gig? Uh, this was our like sub two fifty setup. It's uh, our own design. I have it behind me now. Ooh, it's called the the God Mode. It's like a Naked Hero ten uh, little Cinewhoop with like open duct design, very similar to the QAV C. Um, it's just a bit more, yeah, customized for our needs. It's a bit more sleek, uh, but basically flies very similar. Um, so yeah, uh, that was I couldn't. I, I brought some bigger drones to do that uh, uh, as well, but it's such a tight course and it's downhill, so I could manage it way better with this uh, small little. You had enough speed. That's impressive. Yeah, yeah, they're actually pretty pretty fast. I mean, because you don't have any closed ducts, it's like an open, still an open prop design. You can get 60, 70 kilometers an hour pretty easily. Uh, and this bikers was going downhill 70. So it's, yeah, if I throttle up a little bit and let it glide down, I, c- I could keep up. Mm. So were you running like a negative camera angle to do the downhill? No, it was pretty much on zero. Uh, the problem was that there were very steep sections where he was going very slow. So I had to really break. I, I could have used like minus 15 for that part. And then for the full speed uh, open road, it would have been better to have like plus 15. So I ended up having like zero cam tilt just so I had pretty decent framing on all of those sections. Uh, mm. And it's downhill anyway, so you don't need any up tilt uh, to go fast. So uh, yeah, that ended up working pretty well. Yeah, it's very hard to judge mountain biking, when, especially when they're slowing down and then they speed up and you've got to get, get on it straight away. And yeah, exactly. Yeah. A normal cine work would have been absolutely horrible i reckon to follow that yeah anything with closed like actual ducts is, yeah. is really horrible for for chasing you can do slow indoor cinematic stuff but as soon as you hit speed it's it's, uh, it's a very exposed hillside as well there could have been wind would have been it was difficult. super windy especially towards the end uh, when we did the shot during the day it got windier and windier actually barely could fly this thing up because you fly we're flying it from down up to the starting position uh, and it was almost, you know, blowing back out to sea. But then when you get low into those streets, it kind of works because you're kind of sheltered from the, the most gusts. Uh, we're still making it a bit hard, but uh, yeah, if, as long as you're like down between the buildings and between the trees, then, then the wind is fine. That's very impressive. How long was, how, how long was the run? Uh, I think the full take is like two and a half minutes. Um, that's a long way. That's a long way. It, it's not. We do more or longer one takes sometimes, but not as action packed as this. Where like every no. ten seconds, there's like three difficult moves <laughs> to do over those whole two and a half minutes. So yeah, definitely the most complex one. Um, well, how did you get to fly so far? Did you use uh, any kind of repeaters or anything like that? I mean, yeah. As you as as we kind of um, show in the video, it's explained a little bit. 
uh, at least the longer video on the full Red Bull channel. It, it goes into depth on how we did the shot and how we got the signal to work. Uh, okay. Basically, Crossfire, we just blasted on two watts, like with the directional antenna. Yes. Uh, yes. That's fine because Crossfire is magic. Uh, but then the video video was a problem, so we had to do like we have a Mavic on the top with uh, like an analog video repeater system that's relaying it back to us. So um, the drone on the top always have has line of sight to the drone. This bit this bit looks sketchy when you go through the house. Yeah, that that was the most difficult part because it turned out that uh, there was a cameraman there, and it, he turned on a five point eight uh, gigahertz transmitter. Oh, cool. So right when I went into the house, like the screen turns black completely for like two seconds. And every time on the same spot. So I, I kind of knew it was happening. Uh, and we only realized afterwards that we were, you know, that someone turned on a transmitter. Um, so it was too late to like call and tell someone to turn it off. It's epic watching this, isn't it? It's so good. <laughs> I'll bet you were... Um, <laughs> I bet you were nervous flying it, weren't you? Did you? How many runs? Did, how many takes did you have? Um, the problem was that they only built the full course on the day, and they only closed the course when they started practice. Wow. So I, I did a few little sections beforehand, but then on the day itself, I did only like three full runs with the whole drone. So I got I got to practice the section. We walked the track, so I knew exactly what they're going to do. But I had a very short period of time to put it all together and estimate I mean, the speed on every part. Yeah, just it's. I mean, it. I mean, you've got something to follow, so you've got that always in shots. So that's yeah, exactly. not so bad. Yeah. But that you've got to remember some bits, like lines there. You've got to keep low there. You know, you've got to go through that. It's like racing, isn't it? Remembering a track, but this is like two and a half minutes of track. It's, yeah, and, and, actually, the, and all of like this the, looks. Sorry, I was to say all of this looks pretty tricky in terms when you're down low and you can just see buildings either end. Yeah. I'm just thinking RF wise, that's that's got to be nailed. The problem there, that was cool. Yeah, land exactly. on the hand, that was perfect. But this is this is why we had the Mavic on the top to it received the the video, and then the Mavic is relaying it back to me. I always have line of sight to the Mavic, and the Mavic has line of sight to the drone from the top always. Uh, so, so that's how we got the signal to work in between all those buildings. And uh, so you're flying analog, I take it. Yeah, exactly, flying analog. So all the comments on YouTube were like, "Why didn't you fly digital?" Well, you know, I can make a really. Yeah, I was one of those guys. I was wondering uh, if that would have helped, or that would have just crapped out on you halfway down. Yeah, because there's no way to build a repeater system for DJI because it's like a closed source system. Mm. On analog, you can tinker whatever you want. Uh, that's how we were able to make the repeater. On a direct signal from our rooftop, it wouldn't have been possible with any kind of system. How many kilometers was the bottom from your position? Um, uh, from our standing position where, where I yeah. was standing on the roof? I think we were standing like a few hundred meters from the bottom, but all, more than a kilometer from the top. So I was pretty far down the bottom, a little bit down the side. So you were actually at the bottom. I, I thought you were at the top of the course to get the best view but you're actually at the bottom um, closer to the bottom and the side a little bit to the side of the hill and then on top of a house so basically we had line of sight to most of the track at least roughly and then it's just the buildings in between that we needed to, to have a repeater for um, did, so yeah did you did you get given that location or do you spend the morning like running around with a ladder asking people if you can get on their roofs <laughs> kind of we, we started doing that during the week 
uh, it's a funny story because we um, uh, we thought of all these positions based on Google Maps, like, okay, where do we have the best range? Where do we have the most line of sign? We picked like three buildings, four buildings, and we started, or the people from Red Bull, the local guys that they knew, they started asking if we could get up there. And then we arrived there and we checked into our hotel. We went to the restaurant next doors on like a roof and we were looking at the course, like, oh, where is the drone? Oh yeah, it's from there to there. And then suddenly we realized, wait, the place we're standing now is the best position of all of the options. So just by accident, by the, the <laughs> hotel that they booked for us, just that was available, happened to be best location. And the rooftop was empty and available. Uh, well, it took Perfect. some effort to get the keys because... Like, get them to bring you sandwiches yeah. up. Uh, easy life. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. So, actually, my hotel room is right below where I was sitting. <laughs> nice. So, so it, a couple of questions yeah. about the repeater, because I presume what you're doing is you're... Uh, you're broadcasting from your quad that's flying on one frequency up to the Mavic, yeah. and then that's repeating on a different frequency, so you're not getting two signals at once. But we yeah. also got a problem from um, AudioGeck, who said, how bad was the latency when you used the repeater? Because presumably you've got a bit of latency because you're going from one thing and then bouncing to yeah. another. Did, is there anything you noticed there? Yeah, we, we tried that during testing as well, how the latency was, but it's not noticeable at all. It's still less latency than DJI direct signal, for example. So cool. because analog is such a fast protocol, it's just yeah, it's a few milliseconds plus a few milliseconds for both ways, and then yeah, it's still like six millisecond coding or something. So uh, mm. yeah, not noticeable at all. So the Mavic was just sitting midway. Uh, no, the Mavic was actually following us. So you programmed it to fly slowly? No, or? there was a, a Miles, uh, a pilot from the Red Bull media team, Cut Media. Uh, he was flying the Mavic himself. Uh, he was basically starting right on the top where we were starting, facing the hill and flying backwards with his camera like pointed down like 45 degrees or something. So he was having the rider in his view all the time and just following the rider all the way down the course. So he was right on top of my drone the whole way. And then, uh, yeah, our base station had some some just patch antennas aimed in that area where he was flying. Uh, so, yeah, he was constantly controlling, uh, just steering the drone right on top of yeah, our... Keeping his so was it just a fixed antenna, or do you, like, put a patch next to the camera and he moves the camera around, or, or what? Uh, we put a patch aimed backwards on the Mavic, from the Mavic pointing backwards, because he was flying backwards uh, over the track, and we were on the downside, so then it was aiming to us. Uh, but we had the I Mavic mean the, the inside. Receiving so. from the receiving from the actual course. Oh, receiving, yeah. yeah it has a, one Omni, but one patch basically aimed down exactly the same, like, 45-degree angle, hmm. just so it, ha it has it pointed to the ground. That's very neat. I'm worried that Vince might be feeling a bit left out here because he wasn't on the trip. No, I'm enjoying the story. Like, I'm enjoying the story. I mean, he's like, got I'm his God. little uh, sleep deprivation from small no, children no, no, as well. It's all good, man. It's all good. It's all... So this is an F1 car in inside a trailer. Yeah, it was being a truck. And this was for live TV. This was a, one of our most famous shots in the Netherlands. We got a lot of attention because of this because it was That's cool. a live. Shot on TV for five minutes. Dead stick, dead stick, dead stick. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, this was uh, for Horizon Hobby in Germany. 
Um, what was the uh, the bicycles with umbrellas? That was a curious one in the middle. Um, no, this was for uh, a lottery thing called Koning Toto in the Netherlands or something. Yeah, and they're but supposed you, to represent the different countries on scooters, it, I guess. Flags are listen- they rather than umbrellas? Oh yeah. yeah. Flags. yeah. If you if you're listening to this podcast just audio and you want to see this, this is the Dutch drone gods. Um, what is it called? The real FPV drone showreel twenty twenty one. Yeah, and there's a so bit of you, everything in there. Yeah. yeah, some older shots. We've got a lot of new cool shots, but these are also good. That's incredible. This is Ralph. Basically, it's 50-50 most of the time. Like Some shots are mine, some shots are Vince's. Me. It's just a mix of... Yeah, we just try to... We, like, we have so much work and so much cool... Were they playing DJ decks? Um, that that tracking cool. shot, they, they just showed a theme park, one of those rides that shoots you up in the air, and you're somehow managing to track it. That's got to be really difficult you have to practice a lot to get the speed right you yeah. just took a punch out you do it a few times and then you then it's fine and then you get yeah get speed this was mystery land this is one of the biggest uh, festivals in the netherlands and because of covid they couldn't do the festival right so they were finding creative ways to make like live streams and we were being a dj on a balloon yes yeah. yeah, so they put a dj in a balloon and they asked <laughs> us to film it and this year we're doing so many festivals; it's crazy. Well, and then there was someone dancing erratically in what I can only describe as <laughs> a bathrobe. I think this was a commercial for like uh, the European Song Festival last year yeah. in Rotterdam. So that's Eurovision. Uh, all the typical Eurovision Song Festival, yeah. Oh, more so theme park Eurovision stuff. style dancers. Oh wow. Be- I oh, do like tail whips. They just look physically impossible. Who's 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 the lady on the beach? <laughs> it's uh one of the girls from a music video from it's called Randy, one of the uh, most popular art style DJs, and it was for one of his video clips. Oh. Uh, volleyball, rock climbing, yeah. skating in a shopping mall. That's a, so it looks like some kind of speed cheese collecting event. Yeah, <laughs> a supermarket sweep. Yeah, but on rollerblades. Yeah, it's such a weird mix of footage because it's just snippets that look the coolest in a row, basically. Yeah, mm. we've got like so much more footage now than this. Yeah. yeah. How how did the drone not fall out the scot? You know, fall out from the lady diving because the camera's soaked. Goating. Yeah, we uh, usually transform code all of our electronics. So if we get splashes during shots, then then they don't just fall out of the sky. They're not fully waterproof, but at least mainly splash proof. Uh, yeah, yeah. So that's that just a matter. regular conformal coating on everything. Then <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I suppose a big question, um, and one we like to ask all guests is, that's when fun. did you start flying, and then how did it transition into doing this sort of work, which looks absolutely awesome fun. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, we we both started uh, just with drone racing competitions, just for yeah. fun, just as a hobby next to our jobs. In like 2000, I think me was 2015. I think you started one or two years earlier, Vince. Yeah, I started 2013 with uh, RC planes, and I put FPV on the planes and with the goggles and stuff. And then I started to figure out there were drones, and then. I met up with Ralph uh, coincidentally for our first, F- well, my first FPP race. Oh. That was in Groningen, and that was in 2015, I think. 
Yeah, I think so. When we started racing and we raced for as a hobby, I think till 2020. Yeah, I think for both of us, it turned yeah. just from a hobby to like kind hobby. of a profession or professionally for me and DRL and for Vince DCL and the R1. Yeah, uh, and we actually both raced in DCL uh, for Team IRC yeah. um, in, I think, the 2018 or something. And so we won first you. race in Romania. Yeah, with and our 20. first race, we won it. And we were both in the same team. We knew each other already from some races. But then, uh, yeah, after that, it kind of got serious for both of us. So I got then, you the exposure to like video editing production houses and things. No, yeah, no, exactly no. The, the real filming started yeah, when later. COVID came. Because yeah, right, right before COVID, we kind of had this idea. Then COVID came and everything shut down. And then people wanted creative ways to film uh, with no people around. And I think that's when we started doing the festivals, yeah. right? Then it was then it, it went really big. But we started before that already. So I think 2018 we were doing, I was starting to do DRL in the US. Yeah, but that's racing. But that's racing. Film. And then you did DR1. But that's yeah, what got us the exposure and basically also some of the skills, I think, because you yeah. know, DRL racing, um, it's you have a few thousand people watching or cameras mm. in your face. It's a big, heavy quad as well. It's a big heavy quad, but you know, you're battling for, for the lead, and if you're if you crash, you're out of the whole event. So that's kind of learning how to deal with the pressure. And, mm, yeah, and when we started doing like transitioning from that into cinematics, um, basically those skills already helped. So like, was the yeah. transition something you initiated or were people coming to you saying, we need pilots because very few people do FPV. We need someone to fly this camera. Basically it started just, yes. yeah, it's a mix, but we just as the racing, we started doing it for fun. And then, oh yeah, there's a, a, a wakeboarding facility next to my my place, and uh, I wanted to go film, so I asked them, "Can I film?" We made an edit, that got some traction online, and then people asked me, "Oh, can you do something like that for us?" And then you know the ball starts rolling. You do another gig that also uh, has some attention online, and then you know the ball just starts rolling, and everything gets bigger and bigger. Mm. Yeah. yeah, it feels like there's a lack of that type of. Uh company around Europe there's a ton of it around Hollywood but mm. you know we hear about all these people doing Hollywood movies and car shoots over in America but very few people break the news doing the stuff around Europe I think because the, all the big movies and stuff that have the big budgets are made in America well, most of it and here in Europe we have a lot of work and we do a lot of cool things it's just not with the cinema cameras mostly and it's not the the things you see on TV or in, in the movies. Right, right. Because yeah. those guys are saying, yeah, unless I'm flying this $10,000 camera, no one wants to touch it. But you guys are like, hey, we, we're just doing this for a music festival. We've got a GoPro. It's better than nothing. What they had before was just someone with a GoPro that wasn't flying. So Yeah, it's when? super good, man. The clients are happy. Everybody wants it. Like uh, We get like tons of emails every day. I kid you not. Like, phone calls of people wanting... Yeah. Uh, us to be on set and making cool shots for them so yeah but indeed this is a, a difference between europe and and the us because in the us indeed there's flying with komodos and, and bigger mm. drones a lot we have the komodo as well we fly with it once in a while but there's just not at least in the netherlands not such so much big stuff happening a few big commercials sometimes like car commercials but nothing like movie wise uh, in germany it's a little bit bigger like uh, our friends from um cinequads in germany 
They're yeah, well, this is with a GoPro, and they f***ing loving this shit. Like, for TV, for Dutch TV. Oh, if you rewind it, put it from the beginning, if you can. You can see the shot. It's a nice shot. Ralph made this shot. Really. Yeah. I think the GoPro is awesome. I mean, you yeah. couldn't go this close and fast to people. No. With a, and this is their open for, for their for this program. And this is a program that's being viewed by a bunch of Dutch people here in the Netherlands. What are you and flying for this then? You got like the same two and a half inch platform oh, or yeah. something bigger? Same same setup as uh, as I did for the uh, the Red Bull one. Yeah, yeah. It's, that's it's... not even as big as a regular Cine Whoop, is it? That was I think uh, you had like two and a half inch gem fans on that, right? It's two and a half inch HQ. It's it's oh, around two fifty grams, so it's mm. it's like half of the weight of like a squirt, I guess. Um, mm. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's light enough and small enough to go like through the little window of the car in front of someone's face, but also still fast enough to go downhill after a biker. So it's pretty good. We really set up more than our five inch and our, our black yeah. Bike. I was going to say it's probably more. The, the guy more in the car looked that. a little nervous. If I could see him push back in his chair anymore, I think he would have done. But he he, he held it together quite well when he got out. So <laughs> what about guy, some... man. Oh, it was funny. <laughs> yeah. How how is how is the sort of what what if if someone wanted to do this? What are the legal aspects or about flying commercially? Did, did you have to do like a bunch of stuff, and do you have to go out and do risk assessments and fill in paperwork whenever you do this sort of thing? Sometimes uh, in, yeah. indoor, there is no rules officially no in rules. Europe, so you can do whatever you want. If you want to fly an Inspire at five centimeters from someone's face, you can do it. I wouldn't recommend it, but. Uh, when we fly outside, like inside a no-fly zone of an airport, you need to do a whole flight plan risk assessment officially, do a no time on the airports and, uh, and everything. But uh, So it differs, yeah. Well, we've got people for that. Yeah. Oh, really? You outsource that? Oh, that's cool. You can just yeah, get away with the flying and like, do the legal stuff over there. Yeah, exactly. Nice. It's, it's like you spend weeks learning and getting the right uh, papers to do that, and then you have to write all the papers as well for each gig. So like... No, we're not going to do that. If someone can do that for a few hundred bucks for each gig for us, then we're happy to pay them for it. Sounds like yeah. a perfect arrangement. Cool. Yeah. So we, we've got a question here. Um, our viewers have noticed that having just watched Eurovision and perhaps even remembered some of it after mm. a little bit of drinking, I'm sure, um, that this year's mascot was in fact a drone and there was a bunch of FPV stuff sort of littered through Obviously, there was a lot of cinematic stuff showing beautiful countryside, but you know there, there was a fair bit of, of flying action. Do you know who did that? You mentioned you've done some of it in the past. No, I didn't do this. We didn't do this one. Uh, I saw a few pieces of it, but uh, I don't know who did it. It was um, some cool, like calm cruising over scenics, and it was a cool way to to integrate the FPV drone into. I, I think also because FPV, uh, this filming with FPV has been out for a while now, and I think some media companies have has been starting to train some of them, their people to fly mm -hmm. FPV and maybe make simple shots so they don't have to pay guys like us to come in and, and do it. That's what I think. But Outrageous. Because you don't hear about it, you know? Like if, if there was a pilot in the community who made these shots, you would have heard who it was or seen who it was. I mean, a lot of those shots, the cinematic stuff, you could have just used a big G DJI quad. And That's what I mean. I think if it's when it's simple stuff, I think it could be the the the, the media company doing the whole production. 
one of their guys, you know, maybe a young kid who works for them as a gaffer or whatever, picked up the FPV and started ripping around. They're like, hey, we could use you and like that. Yeah, because the, a lot of people see the potential now. I see so many more little companies and little guys pop up mm. trying to to do what we do. Uh, yeah, like two years ago, two years right. ago we knew like the five pilots who did this. We knew, Thanks, and then now it's so big. We see like some cinematic stuff coming out nearby. That's like, oh, that's not bad. Not, I don't even know who that is. So it's getting bigger and bigger. We've got a question a donation as well from Wynn who says, what would you say is your go-to craft? You've talked about that little two and a half inch whoop yeah, that you seem to be using a lot. Is, is that it? Thanks, Wynn. Yeah, that's what we use the most for sure uh, because it's such such versatile thing. As, as soon as you get closer to people or it's like a little bit of a smaller setting, you can use this for you know anything from very close combat stuff to you know chasing a mountain biker if it's too tight to put the five inch up. Mm. So um, that's so very that your, is it your own frame design or is that something people could buy themselves? Uh, this is our own frame design. It's called the God Mode, which makes sense. Nice. It comes with us. Uh, so you can buy this at, I think the frame is at TBS shop now as well, and also droneshop.nl in the Netherlands. And you can buy a pre built one there if you want. Cool. Um, and, the, and the motors, what you got, like 1404, something like yes, that? Yes, this is a 1207. The RCM power, uh, so that's actually pretty big for such a small two and a half inch. It's mm. a good stator, um, so it's still usually when I fly it indoors, it's uh, I put a throttle limit of like seventy percent just to have more throttle resolution when I'm just cruising, um, and it's I think it's five thousand kV on four S. So if you full throttle it, it's still pretty damn fast now. I see a metal box at the back. Have you actually put DJI in that one instead of analog? Uh, yeah, this one has DJI. I have, I have two of these with digital and two with analog. Um, mostly for indoor, simple indoor jobs, I use digital. Uh, just yeah. because, you know, reflections in, in, in buildings are usually uh, better with that. Yeah. And to, to get the, the lowdown on the tech specs of people know how to do this from the professionals are you guys buying into the aio craze or you still like have a dual 20 by 20 separate fc esc uh this one has the all-in-one so it's the beta uh i think the f7 beta fpv 35 amp all-in-one fc and ec people are so rude about them they say they blow up all the time but they're the professionals using this one yeah i have to say the last batch they have some gyro issues there's some bad gyros in that in the last batch of the F7s, I think. Uh, but once you get a good one, it's uh, it, they fly really well. Yeah. Cool. This episode was recorded in front of a live online audience, downloaded and edited to make sense when it's played audio only, censored to please the iTunes people, hosted on the internet, forwarded through to your podcast provider, downloaded, playing on your device, and is now playing in your ears. All thanks to our Patreons. Consider joining them and you'll also get other online benefits. Find out more at patreon.com forward slash let's drone out. Are you ever tempted oh. to like rip acro just when you're going around a TV studio and everyone <laughs> expects you to fly like a little Mavic or something? Are you ever tempted yeah. just to like throw in some snap rolls? Just yeah, Vince, Vince, Vince usually does it. Yeah, Sometimes. Yeah. I'm like, okay, one rule for good luck. Got any stories about that? <laughs> no, no. Just bits around a production assistant's head or something? No. Well, no, no. Uh, we 
I, I had one accident once with this one where we did an indoor tour for a school, also with the same drone. And uh, the whole floor was supposed to be like locked off for people that are not in place by us. But then someone still managed to get through and walk there. We just fly full speed around the corner. Someone else walks in and just hit them straight in the head. Oh, is this setup? Uh, it happens sometimes, but they're like, oh, I barely felt it. it was fine because it, it's just a sub two fifty. And that's why you stick to the lightweight stuff. Exactly. That's also <laughs> yeah. a big advantage. Yeah. What I had once is that we do a lot of schools as well, indoor tours uh, with kids and just busy places. And I was flying around, and this one kid just grabbed my drone and ran away with it. And we had to like <laughs> had to look in the goggles where they were and. The teacher had to came and give him like detention. <laughs> like the kid was, I think, eleven or ten, and he didn't he grab it like never this. Never find me. They have no he, idea what I look like. He grabbed it like this <laughs> from the side, so he wouldn't hit the props. It was pretty smart, I thought. And he just yeah. ran some always. Super crazy. He wasn't smart enough to unplug the battery, was he? That would have he would have got away with it then. True. True. <laughs> Vince had the same. He had the same on a festival, right? Someone plucked it out of the air when you were flying yeah. over over them, and then just. Yeah, and these dudes were—they were pretty tall, and I saw like the hand just poof, and I didn't do anything. <laughs> and then I would have to go in the crowd and look for the guys. And I actually found the drone. I found the guys. They didn't want to give it back, but then they did, and it was all good. But that was scary, but, man. But you, you forget that like it's got a camera on it. You know who on like. Oh. Yeah, it was like a, 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 a you know a hard festival. I think they were on drugs, man. Like, probably they're out of it, out of it. very likely yeah i've got a butterfly man look at this butterfly you should have traded them a bag of sugar or some basil <laughs> <laughs> uh, i was gonna say i'm i'm really jealous i'm also glad to hear that festivals are going now and that you know you're doing your bit to kind of get people out there and go into festivals again i think that's awesome yeah. yeah, it's fun to do as well. Like uh, the atmosphere there, we haven't had that in two years now. So it's cool to be there and with all the music and, and large crowds going mental. So that's just fun to be there. Yeah. Have you got any other horror stories? No, not a lot of horror stories. Most of the times everything goes well. Uh, no. Yeah, well, losing sh- I mean... I lost, you know what the whole hype is, right? The big cinematic drones with Le Pigeon, they're called, with the naked black magic. And mm. Nice drone, it's a nice drone. And uh, I was on Aruba uh, a few months back. I was chasing uh, a kite surfer. And um, um, no, a foil. How do you say windsurf? But mm. then like they stand up on the water with like the, 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 the thing that foil, goes, yeah. you know what I mean? Foil oh, yeah. Anyways, I was following this guy making nice shots. All of a sudden, he puts his arm in the water and it splashes up into the FPV. And I coded everything, and it just the video just froze. Salt, and salt water is a bit different. To, <laughs> That's yeah. uh, super conductive. Yeah, salt water is a lot different to yeah, not water fresh. Yeah, so that's able to code for it, but then yeah, yeah there's a black Sometimes, and that's an expensive drone, man. That's like naked black magic. Yeah, yeah seven so. inch. Yeah. Oh, Shaggy, where did you get the name Shaggy from? You bit of a ladies' man, or is it like, hey, Scoob, and you've got like your special Scooby snacks? <laughs> like, do you own a van? Do you smoke in the van? Not, not yet, not yet. 
But uh, no, it's just because I look like Shaggy from Scooby Doo. Basically, oh, okay. I just got a haircut now, so it's less less like him now. But if I grow my hair a little bit longer and bigger, it's like. But it was from, it was from when we started drone racing. You just needed some name, right? You needed a name, yeah, exactly. yeah. And they were like Shaggy, and my name is Jedi. And I did instead of the I, I did the E Y E, like Jedi. So I was like, yeah, that's a cool name. So that's now cool. Jedi, but. Sometimes I think ah, I wish I chosen a different name, but you just get that's your handle, and that's the way it goes. That yeah, it changed. Yeah, that's my it. handle somehow got picked up, and everyone everyone knows me as Shaggy, and no one knows yeah. me as Ralph. So yeah, exactly. More people call him Shaggy than they call him Ralph. I was fascinated when Vince told me that was your name. I was like, really? Like, but um, like a few weeks ago, we had we, we had uh, Tony Cake from Immersion RC on. And he he sends his love. He he said like, I hope you guys still remember me. Of course, it was from a while ago. And yeah, so I've had some bad times with Tony, man. Tony's he is time. quite a character, isn't he? Yeah, he's just yeah. strong boat and fish and chips, and he's anyone's. <laughs> that's it. That, that's yeah. decent fish and chips, and you can just give him strong boat or all day, all night long, and he just, yeah. And then yeah, you're, those, you're, those races at the DCL, professionals there. Yeah, DCL with Team RSC, he was there for the two or three races I was there as well. But there was one time with Tony and all the other. Yeah. yeah. Back in the you day, were, man, FPV was super fun, man. It like was. It's was. Fun, but I mean, it's now... Sounds like there's a tense switch. Has it become a problem? Because FPB is your job now. It's not... Yeah, I mean, that's super fun. That's super fun that we that we get to fly for our job. But we don't go to... Well, yeah, we don't go to races like we used to, you know? Like, mm. we, we used to go to all these different countries, do all these big races, and that used to be super fun. Meet all these guys. Uh, you'd meet at every race again, you know? Just the community hanging out. And then Corona came, and then boom, it was all gone. And now it's all online and shit. Well, I just think it's Yeah, the human know. aspect's missing. I used to do a bunch of conferences and things as well, like tech conferences, and it used to just be hanging out with people. Now it's, it's okay, we've got virtual conferences. And it's, no. not the same. it's not the same thing. No, I don't like the, the sim racing as well, it, not even to no. watch and not to do. It was so much fun just to go out to races and, and meet with 40 people flying a Smash competition. Smash stuff up. Yeah, exactly. Borrow mm-hmm. stuff off each other, lick yeah. each other's faces. I know. I mean, we didn't I, do that I, in the races, but don't know what you were doing. But it's but, just uh, him. It's just, just, him. just Jack. Yeah, yeah. So now I, you know what to look out for if you ever meet Jack in person. Yeah, like, just keep yeah. a line. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah they call you Shaggy. I'll, I'll hump your leg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's it's picking up again a little bit in the Netherlands now. Just the the fun races on on grass fields, and I'm planning to join a little bit. But then our schedule fills up again. It's also a lot of fun, but you know, yeah, sometimes uh, it's it's cool to to go racing again a little bit, just for a fun afternoon with uh, with a whole crew of people. Yeah, I don't know oh, if I could race again. News angle after two years out. Five. Yeah, we. Time. I did practice a little bit in between, just with a few friends. So. I think mm. I can keep up with like the top five in the Netherlands, maybe. But we'll see. Oh, then I'll be slow, old man. I'm the slow so, old guy now. 
Someone's asking us what your take is on the latest fat shocks, and are you guys going to slap down your money because you're professionals? You can probably write it off as a business expense, right? It's a write-off. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, I think we're going to, like, when it's out, out, because uh, I think it's still going to take some time. I think we'll get it there to see what it does. If it's, but if it's not a difference and you, we, we don't have an advantage, I think I'll stick with DJI. But I need to try the goggles, see how they feel, see if this is – maybe we can repeat with that system. That would be mm. nice. Mm. Have you tried doing the repeater on HD0? No, no. We have, I haven't tried HD0. You, Ralph? No, I haven't tried either. No. Could work, you know. There's there's lots of hypes already all, always going on in FPV, and there's and there's one every month. Uh, <laughs> and in cinematics, you want to have something that you rely on. You need to get used yeah. to it a little bit, so you cannot jump on every hype train that you True. want. So sometimes we pick one, like the Naked Black Magics. We were on that right away, uh, and then you know something like this. We're like, okay, we'll see how this goes. What people mm -hmm. think. We'll try it from someone, and then see for the next two firmware updates how it's getting. And if we get a real advantage from it, we feel like then we'll get into it for sure. But uh, yeah, on this one, we're a bit slow, I think, to, to get into that. Yeah. yeah I was well, impressed you were technology. quite calm talking about it. Because whenever you say the Black Magic, we'll get straight onto that. Because I thought you were going to say, and then we got the Black Magic, and then Vince crashed it into the sea. So we'll, yeah. we'll not talk about that anymore. <laughs> no, we have but, like a bunch of them, man. <laughs> the Black Magic. Ah, that's all right. I think we have we're five get like, Black Magics now. So, wow. Yeah, we're fine. They're a company, man. They've got like insurance policies and things. Although, yeah, but you know, my car's insured, but whenever someone crashes it, I still get quite upset about it. It's like, <laughs> what are you doing? No, I tried to not get upset. And in all those years that I've been flying, man, you just lose drones. And Stuff happens. Mistakes happen all the time, don't they? Yeah. So. I mean, if it happens every weekend that you lose something, then yeah. something. You're fired. You know? Yeah. But cinematics is luckily it's not like it's not like racing. Like no. racing, you you crash every three heats. But <laughs> cinematics, like an expensive crash, happens very rarely. Like this mm. this example with Vince with the foil surfer, it was very. That was the only black magic we actually lost in like two one and a half years. So uh, yeah. yeah, it's still pretty. It's pretty good. You you stay under the, your limit most of the time. And uh, did you get yeah. it back, or did the sea just keep it? No, I was like. It's gone. I'm not gonna waste my days going to search because you have a dead drone. In the yeah. frame you can use. I could probably get the shots of the card. Yeah, I, I I wonder if it's it's worth getting because um, you know the Yanks. You know, like they got like the whole Alabama and they go gator hunting. <laughs> yeah, you know, nice. like shooting the crocodiles and shit. Mm -hmm. um, they've got like a little. The device that you strap to your gun, and if you drop it in water, yeah, it detects the water and then blows up this balloon and it will float back. And the, the foil surfers, yeah, yeah, the foil surfers already there. You can be like, mate, on your next run, go grab that yellow thing. Yeah, you know, the, the, the get her back. I used to have one and I put it on a drone like every time, and then nothing happened, and then I lost it. Oh. Yeah, maybe it's worth something getting something happens like this, and then you don't have it on. So. Yeah, you know, so it's like the last battery, or when you don't put it on, that it happens. Oh, I wasn't even recording DVR, man. I was like, ah, uh, mm. you know, yeah. those times you're like, I ah, should I record DVR? Yeah, ah, it'll probably be fine. 
And they're then, quite pop. Yeah, they're quite popular with um, uh, dive people. They attach it to their mates' dive belts, and then when they jump in the water, it goes off, and <laughs> they can't get it off. <laughs> I've seen that. It's like a prank. I think it's quite funny because you're just, you know, you're just stuck there like that with like this thing on your back. <laughs> well, yeah, I see a lot of guys as well put um, bottles, water bottles, yeah, like, bottles, yeah, plastic bottles under their drone. So if they crash, it'll stay afloat. I mean, you could do that. I've had some crash where I found it back. So yeah, it always flies a little bit less nice when you put the bottle on it. So sometimes mm. like you'd have to tune for it, definitely. Yeah, but like you worth the risk just to get a better shot. Do you then... guys uh are you beta flight all the way or are you gonna put INAV on there to be a bit paranoid and get it back? Beta flight, always beta flight, yes. Yeah. We don't put GPS nothing then. I noticed I mean, in four point four they're actually talking about doing altitude hold. So when you lose signal, instead of it like trying to fly back and not realizing there's a wall between you and it or the tunnel yeah. ceiling or something, it'll just be like zoop. And just stay there and just That's hover good. so long it's as you've got a barometer. It's a good feature yeah. to have, for sure. It's just I, do I, don't have, uh, I do, do have to return to home on better flight on one or two of my drones, like I think one of the Black Magics and one five inch. So, just in some situations where I know I'm like flying next to a, a like a, a cell phone tower where I know there's a big chance my crossfire might, might blow up, then I might use that. Um, but yeah, it can be a good feature. Uh, to have that just if you're in a very risky situation or just over water and something does happen then it at least flies back kind of <laughs> and then well, you, you guys said you weren't you weren't using the black magic all the time but these guys in hollywood with their like twenty thousand dollar cameras that they're all flying beta flight and they're just like Meh, see what happens yeah mm. yeah we fly our komodo without gps as well i think yeah no it has gps but you know, sometimes it, it takes like three minutes to lock on GPS. Oh, yeah. and you don't always so, have the time for that. So, like, okay, let's just. You guys are brave. <laughs> pre like warm up, you know, uh, uh, separate power supply for it. So like, you can switch it on hobbyists, earlier. Hobbyists worry about oh, losing yeah. like 100 euros of kit, but you guys are just like. Mm. Well, you can factor losses into. To, you know, yeah. to the, to the prices. Yeah. Yeah. And also, it's so good, you know? The gear is so good, it doesn't really fail so often. Unless yes. you stop you and crash yourself. But other than that, most of the times you stay in the air, you know what I mean? Yeah. Or you some idiot that will like, turn on like a 5 gigahertz transmitter or turn on something and just blast That's it. That's what happened the other day. We were filming as well, and uh, somebody turned on the Mavic next to me, and boom. DJI gone, crashed, broke the drone. Yeah, it does happen, yeah. But yeah, otherwise, you know, cinematics is still uh, different from freestyle or racing. You're always below your limit. You don't want to crash because you're flying for a client. So uh, you're staying below your limit all the time. And when you do something running risky and you see it's going wrong, you just bail and try to do it again. Uh, so it, yeah, you don't crash very often. It's really exceptional when... Either something technical happens uh, very rarely that makes you crash, or you know sometimes you make a little mistake, but it's it's very rare. Uh, so still, if I'm flying the Komodo, I'm pretty certain that nothing's going to happen. And you have the eight motors on the Sicario, so if one motor over prop fails, it'll still fly. Yeah. Hmm. 
So we've, we've got a question from Caroline Tyler here, who I think uh, wants to know if you get naked, uh, specifically the Black Magic and GoPros. Do you do that yourself or you just buy that? Oh, in? yeah. Yeah, no, we, uh, sometimes we do it ourselves. Sometimes we have a friend of ours, Bas, uh, Bas van Hill, Sniper X. Uh, and he does some of our uh, uh, denaked nakedization, as she says it. Uh, <laughs> and we did some GoPros ourselves, but then uh, now the latest ones we got from Kim Tang, like the the guy from China who does all these naked cameras and just pre-builds them and sells them. They're really good. So then usually it's like it's worth just paying a little bit more, mm -hmm. and not having to spend a whole evening making a someone who does yeah. like twenty a day and they're an expert. Exactly, and the last version of the PDB and and, and all the, the new tricks. So then you're up to date with that. So are you so all tempted by the, the the GoPro bone, the the ten version, or is it too heavy for you? I would love to have it, but they don't sell it here in the Europe. Yeah, we're we're second class citizens in Europe. You'll have to yeah. grab some next time you're in America. Yeah, yeah. I really don't know why they did that. Uh, well, it's because you know we are uh, we're not us. allowed to have hot things. So it's DJI, you know, we can only count up to 868 and not 915. Well, Tony, anyway, you know, <laughs> we might hurt ourselves. You know, we're not allowed locking flick knives or anything, you know. Yeah. It looks like drones, the, the, the bones. I mean, it's twice as heavy as a normal naked. A normal naked is around 30. And I heard the mm. bones is 60 grams. Yeah. So, it's a big bump from the naked nines and eights. Yeah, it's a bit heavy for our god mode, but I think if you put it on a five inch where you would normally put a full size GoPro, and now you put the bones, that's a good thing to do. I would love yeah. to get one to try. Yeah, that. I started flying all my five inch drones also with the naked GoPro now, uh, which is that's flies nice. really nice. You don't have to worry about the battery. You just start it on a switch. It's super light. Uh, but then on a five inch, if you start doing a little bit riskier stuff, it's nice to have the bones on there. The 30 grams doesn't matter much, but yeah. then you have the, the replacement service, you have it a bit more sturdy. So uh, I would love to have it for that if they sold it here. Yeah. yeah, I wondered if that was factored in because they, they seem very keen to sell this in the US where I think they've got a bigger addressable market and they've got lots of yeah. people buying into that replacement service. Whereas in Europe, I think maybe fewer people do that. Yeah, maybe I do it though. That's I mean, a, even yeah. even using them mountain biking on your helmet was so much lighter. I I went out mountain biking the other day and I put a pole and a Hero Ten facing me, and I had a oh, yeah. I had a sore neck after a two and a half minute run. So having something smaller on the, the leverage. End, been, um, and if anybody's better. tried, if you look at all GoPros like promo shots when they do the skiing stuff, when I ski and I put it at the end of my pole and you hold it out there. And last time I did this was only with a GoPro 7. The amount of pressure you then have yeah. on your wrist because yeah. it's weighing so much. It's like, just get yeah. me something lighter. That would be nice. You, just have to I thought you were talking about your open HD setup, Curry, like doing your neck exercises. That, that would be super heavy. On all of these, if, if you do put the bones on like a stick or your helmet, then you do need to figure out like, Put a battery on your arm or something, and oh, that's then wire, true. Yeah. wire it there. <laughs> you have to power it somehow, don't you? It's better for yeah. You have to power it somehow. So, but you could run a long wire or put a wire in your helmet with a little lipo there. Yeah, yeah. Put the battery on the back and then the camera on the front, and it balances out. Could work. Yeah, probably yeah. kind of neat. I also like having wires on me part. just in case people think I'm going to blow myself mm. up. I think that's often <laughs> a great yeah, way a of getting people away from you. 
They should bring back the session, man. Yes. Oh, yeah. Saying that for how long? We we need a petition. Still got two. Yeah. Well, you've got like I've got a Smo 4K that has a little JST, and you've got these naked GoPros that have a JST, and then there's a Runcam thumb that's got a little PH2. It feels like we need a good connector for an external power camera that's not a USB plug. That's just something a little bit stronger that can take a knock. It's not a tiny JST lead. We're missing something yeah. there. I'm a fan of the XT30s for this. They're very sturdy, but yeah. They're a little mm. bit bigger again for a naked GoPro. It's a bit too big again. So, yeah, there's nothing good. Yeah, it's too big. Yeah. But, Have you yeah. got any um, gigs that you're excited to um, to do coming up? Probably can't talk about it. Oh, uh, let me see. My, I don't know. We have a few big things coming up again with Red Bull, but oh, yeah. I'm not allowed to talk about those yet. Uh, I'm going to Aruba next week for oh, uh, High Winds. Uh, it's like a, a windsurfing competition. Well, let's hope I don't lose another drum. But that's going to be cool. Mm. Have, have, you, have you ever had the experience of like you go to a gig? you know, or do a job and then you end up in a situation where you feel like, how did this happen? Like there's like cocaine and there's hookers and then there's like, <laughs> you're on a speedboat and then the next thing you're in a castle with, you know, with, you know, like, nice, right. I'd like to be like that. Surrounded by people with guns. Cause like that, you sound like you're in that sort of industry where, you know, and he's still got the goggles on. All this crap's happening around him. He's yeah. like, "Can I, yeah, can I land and take the goggles off yet?" Yeah, yeah. Right. No, but that's cool. And we're gonna do with Red Bull some cool things. I don't know if we can talk about it. Uh, You're official Red Bull yeah. pilots now. No, um, no, not no. not official. But uh, we have good connections and a lot of people from Red Bull that that know us and uh, mm. know what we can do. So stuff is happening for sure. Nice. Excellent. Yeah, Good but yeah, and in, in, about those situations you asked, like we go to places like Saudi Arabia. I was there in Dubai, where you expect stuff like that could happen, uh, but it hasn't happened yet. Like usually, there's a crew around us with safety guys and and mm-hmm. security. And everything. Yeah, no guns. Wait, if that ever place. happens, I expect you guys to like message me and be like, "Yo, that happened." <laughs> so we don't need another live stream to talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. Send help. <laughs> These have are my location. Have you been tempted to like have your own live stream and talk about your stories? Because it sounds like just your showreel. I mean, you've been all over the place. Yeah. We we need to do more stuff like that. I think like do more behind the scenes and explain what we did and how we did it and where we're mm. going. But DDG yeah. Lounge. Yeah, trying to professionalize it, but. All this time that we tried to do all this, we have too much to do, man. Mm. That's basically You're running a business at the same time. Yeah, it's it's tough to combine. We're we're kind of expanding now, so we have one guy, Dion. He's going to do some project management for us and and producing stuff. So that takes some stuff out of our hands, and then hopefully soon we'll have some more time besides all the gigs uh, that we can focus on that kind of stuff and do more behind the scenes. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm not the kind of person that does like vlogging and and talks in front of the camera too often. Vince does it a bit more, maybe. 
but uh, yeah, once I'm I'm on a gig and I need to do, I need to fly, then I'm focused on that, and I'm I, I just forget to film or do behind the scenes and stuff like that. And I'm always like, Ralph, let me film you. Let's put it on stories, man. B-roll, <laughs> yeah. B-roll. Yeah, exactly. Behind the scenes, yeah. Yeah. Well, so I, we I know a guy. Though on, on our Instagram, so we've got the Dutch Drone Gods Instagram, which is growing day by day. And also because of the Chile shots, they uh, did a collaboration post with us, Red Bull. And we got massive following uh, because of that post. So that was nice. So we're trying to be active there, trying to post every week, do some cool stories behind the scenes when we can. And Shaggy's got his own Instagram, Shaggy FPV. I've got Jedi FPV. So there's a bunch of content that we post on there weekly. So if you're interested in what we do, you could always check that out. Check out the Drone Gods, check out what we do. And we always answer questions. I mean, I, I at least do. I think Ralph does that as well. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people message us, inbox us, hey, and what do you use? And What's the best way for people to get in touch with you if they've got some cool opportunity? Facebook Messenger, uh, Facebook messages for me. Uh, sorry, uh, Instagram. Instagram. Yeah, that works. Okay. Or just uh, if it's like a, a business type thing, you can go to our website and fit in the contact form. And there, uh, yeah, then it, it gets to our inbox as well. DroneGods.com. That's yeah. DroneGods.com. Exactly. Because a lot of times, uh, I, I, I'm surprised by how many people fill in the contact form. They actually do that. In the beginning, when we made the website, I was like, that's never going to work. Nobody's <laughs> going to fill in the contact form. <laughs> and they actually do. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah it's usually the uh, more the local uh, local media teams that want to hire us for stuff. They just Google, you know, FPV drone or race drone Netherlands, and then they they still get to our website. So that's cool. Nice. Well, yeah. it sounds like you're going through a, a lot of growth, which is fantastic. It's nice to hear about our brothers in Europe experiencing some success. It's good yeah. to see you guys out there. Uh, hopefully, we get you back maybe in six months or a year catch up with you and see what other awesome stuff you've been up to we'd love yeah. to it'll be cool that'll, that'll be, be amazing guys nice. thank you yeah. um we that's all we've got time for unfortunately but uh, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on um thank you you've been listening to let's drone out you've been joined by everyone so for curry kitchen goodbye uh steven cheers thank you guys uh my darling wife tony bonjour vince and Shaggy from the Dutch Drone Gods. Thank you guys for coming on. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you to all our Patreons. Uh, like, comment, subscribe. And on social media, uh, send pictures of your bums to Tony. Uh, Tone Please Star. don't. Telemetry lost.